Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, how's it going? I'm good. I'm sorry, I just pointed at you there. Didn't that's what I do on the radio all the time? Oh, what? Sort of say start. Yeah, as I say, you, can, you can talk now. Go. There we go. Yeah, how's it going, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm uh, I'm funky. I'm fresh. I'm ready to get going once again for uh, some more. Some more. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Luke and Pete Show. What podcast are we doing here? Luke and Pete Show. WrestleMania is wrestling. You're not even, you're not even convincing wrestling. yourself, I'm just though, confused. are you? Confused. Just confused. How's a week of Tory government treating you? Oh, mate. I am homeless and loving it. <laughs> I'm not paying any tax because I don't have a house. Yeah. Don't have any income. Don't don't oh, mind well, no, it. No, that's not true. Don't mind it. I know you take a hearty amount of income. I, um, not from this company, no, uh, no uh, I uh, cancelled my Deliveroo, um, my Deliveroo subscription. Oh, right. Cutting my cloth accordingly, my friends. How I, much is that a month? I say a tenner. But it works out because you're paying a delivery fee every time, and if you get four meals a month, it yeah, you works. said that to me it before. But how how on earth is that going to make a different difference to your household income on the monthly basis? What do you mean? It's a tenner. I went to chicken to get my own chicken uh, at the uh, at the weekend, so that's what I'm going to do. Surely, actually, saving the money would be not spending fifty five quid on Chinese every Sunday. Correct. Correct. Pre- um, that, but that's not a sacrifice you're, you're prepared to I'm make. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to have delivery. Take my money. Well, I could just go into Chinatown, get a takeout, and it'll just mean I under-order because I'm a terrible over-orderer. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where it's not doing my body any good. Agree. And I can't be dropping 50, 60 quid on a, on a Chinese every Sunday. <laughs> there were people listening to this who they're will shot, be absolutely shot, yeah. astonished. Well, that's London waiting as well. There's London waiting <laughs> for wages, up, but there's London waiting for food. For, yeah, but there's the not a London food. wait. I mean, I think if, if you canvassed people and asked them right. what an acceptable order from a Chinese for, right. for one person would be, the par would probably be between 15 and 20 pounds. Yeah, because there's not a 300% in in... waiting in London. Prawn crackers, um, uh, congee, sometimes fried rice, we asked, um, spare ribs, crispy shredded beef, lemon chicken. You're already getting to the fifties there, mate, in London. It's just that in central London. That's just, just that's the way it is. Three meals though. It's the way it is. Well, it does last for another meal, but it's yeah, it's it's excessive. Yeah. And I'm not losing any weight, like. But the point <laughs> is that surely if you want to cut your cloth accordingly and save money, not having those things is gonna be the way forward. You want to be, get some food and cook it yourself. Take take the, your take your storage out the out the oven. Probably start cooking yourself. <laughs> I have been cooking a lot more uh, recently. What I, have you been cooking? I had a bit of potato in the week. <laughs> 
because I've got some I can't believe it's not butter in the house. So I thought I'll have that baked potato. Oh, yeah. I tried to make some uh, hash browns unsuccessfully. It's been a long time since well, I made hash browns. Well, tell us about that. How do you make those? What do you mean? P- potatoes. Yeah, but how do you make a hash brown? I don't know how to make a hash brown. I'm asking you to um, tell me. Egg, potato, onion. That's your major. That's your main bit. Well, pack them together like a little bit like patties and then, yeah, and then fry got, them the or... they get very they get very wet, so you've got to kind of like get um, a kitchen roll. But the problem is it's just the potatoes are already wet when they... You've got to kind of ha- somehow dry them. How would you do on uh, Marcus Waring and Monica Galletti's uh, skills test? He'd probably, what's the skills test? I told you before, it's the best thing on telly. You've got 15 minutes to do... To fillet a fish and make a, okay. a, a salsa verde. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do very well. I Nor would think, I. No. Nor would I. <laughs> no. I mean, you're, you're giving knives away. We heard on Monday, you're giving knives away. You don't need them. Yeah. Well, I, the problem is, like, when you when you sort of go, right, so somebody likes likes cooking, and that's all um, they talk about usually, and eating. Um, so, like, buy them a knife. Buy them a ni- nice knife. Japanese knife, because they're one of the better ones. Hmm. Um like bare minimum, you're dropping like thirty five quid. Bare minimum, and our limit for the Secret Santa was twenty quid. What did you do then? So I, I had to go over and over and above. Oh, that's the thing for those listening. I felt at like home, Michael Scott in the office buying Ryan an iPad, an iPod uh, color, <laughs> an iPod video. I've, I've, I don't know that reference, so mm. I'm going to press on. All right, but I think just so people are, are aware, when the Secret Santa's drawn in Stakhanov Towers, mm. believe me when I tell you, you are hoping and praying you get Pete because he will spend whatever he feels like spending and you could you could end I'm not exaggerating you could end up with like a computer you could end no but you think but if you think about something right what do they need what do they like and then you get that and if that's out of the price range you're like well it's a bit of a compromise isn't it and I'm no, not you're supposed to think creatively within the limit that's the point of it no that's one of your little games that you'd like buy him a bottle of locust or some shit like that like it's what you're about no, that was a different game. That was just punishment. I bought I bought Jim Cowell two excellent books. True. And it came to £19.98. Oh, hello. So, so get on that. Oh, you're in the nine ninety nine section. Books are expensive, aren't they? Not for the amount of joy you get out of them, though. No. You, could, you probably get a solid week's reading out of those. What if it's a naughty book? What if it's a book that you shouldn't be reading? Like what? Give us Lady an example. Lady Chatterley's Lover. Why shouldn't you be reading that? Mein Kampf. Okay, oh, I just bit the inside of my mouth. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be reading my. I said something a bit naughty on uh, on the WhatsApp thread last night, and everyone um, gave me pelts for it. And then the lights went out. Wow! I had a massive power cut for uh, five seconds. And now you just mentioned my camp from bitting your and cheek. bit into my cheek. Yeah, the world's giving me punches back. The big man upstairs is got his eye on you, mate. Um, I watched The Irishman this week. Oh yeah, have you seen it? No, I just heard everyone whinging about how long it is because they're fucking babies. No, I didn't mind that. Right. Watched it in two sittings. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's fine. Just, it's fine, yeah. Oh, I don't like things that are long, but I will watch 42 episodes of 90 Day Fiancé back to back. It's What's good. 90 Day Fiancé? That's like a TLC show that my wife and I watch. <laughs> um, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, it's good, The Irishman. Mm. One thing I would say about it is that do you know how they made it? You had the chat about how they made it. Yes, all the de-aging and all that business. Yes, they de-aged um, De Niro, Pesci, mm. I want to say, and someone else. Doesn't matter. Mm. Um, and because it's set in different time periods, Pacino is the other one. And um, <clears throat> what's really interesting about it is it it kind of works to the point where you forget about it and it looks great mm. and, it, and it's a really cool thing. But it doesn't work when they're moving because right. they still move like old people. 
Yeah, I think so. Doesn't he throw a punch at one point? But they're just kind of like they're there. Well, there's a scene when he kicks someone in, and yeah. it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> it really takes you out of it. Why wouldn't they have just got someone a bit younger? You know, same build, but like who could actually throw, you know, move a little bit? Yeah, like it's like a stunt double, effectively. Yeah, yeah I don't know. If you I, put I someone's head on someone anyway. I don't know why they couldn't have shown. Because Scorsese is, is a brilliant director. Obviously, he could have just shown what was going to happen and then just panned the camera yeah. away, and that would have still oof. Yeah. You just punched me like a 25-year-old. But at one point in the beating up, he's stamping on someone's hand. Yeah. And he's he's like stamping like the old guy in The Simpsons. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to hurt your he hand. can't that. move. Yeah, 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 it's, not, yeah. it's not going to hurt it's him. It's a bit WWE. Yeah. So, but, so that aside, it was, it was... But the thing is, there's no one better than, than Scorsese at doing those kind of beautifully lit, amazing gravitas kind of discussions between like heavyweight actors <laughs> like you know who else is it? Stephen Graham who's fucking brilliant yeah. he's such a good actor does he play an American he, he does yeah, he's he American accent because obviously Scott says he cast him in um, Boardwalk Empire he plays an Italian American called Tony Pro and he's excellent in it he's really good he's just a great actor my Tony Pro <laughs> he sounds like that yeah yeah Sounds like that, cool. yeah. You sound like a bit like Harry Hill doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds similar, yeah. But anyway, it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good movie. Good I enjoyed it. It's also, I mean, it's obviously set. Uh, it's a, I, I presume it's a fictionalized account of a non-fiction uh, instance of mm. Teamsters and Jimmy Hoffa and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it's it's got a lot of um, nods to history in it as well. So it's well worth a well worth a watch. I've not watched anything apart from The Office US. I'm just going through all of the shows. I don't know why. It's like a comfort blanket for me. Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm having some hard, tough times in the re dark recesses of my mind. I just want something comfortable, but I, I feel all right. What shows fall under the uh, the term comfort blanket for you? Because I'll probably say I mine. never re-watch stuff. Mine's The Thick of It, mm. The Inbetweeners, yep. UK Office, mm. Alan Partridge. Yeah, They're my comfort blanket yeah, 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 go-to yeah. shows. Yeah, no, I, I never rewatch stuff invariably, but uh, that that is uh, it's just something that I'm just sort of catching myself doing for three hours every night. Have you played recently. any video games? Nope. I downloaded, um, there was a video game, um, uh, not Expo, like a video games uh, award show over in uh, California uh, last week. And there was a video game company that produced a game called uh, What the Golf? Right. Uh, a cutesy kind of like wacky um, golf game. And they <laughs> they mm. trolled everyone by bringing into the auditorium golf balls and they rolled them down the auditorium, like through people's legs and stuff, <laughs> all the way through the rather dull uh, broadcast of this award show. Why? Uh, they said because the award show was very boring, which it kind of is, uh, but also, it, I mean, it made me, I heard about the story and it made me download the video game Hot the Golf. Is it good? Um, I've not played it. Right. It's one of those things. The thing about mobile gaming is I'll install stuff and I'll never touch it again. I thought you liked that Goose game. Excellent. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Is it Pete Donaldson's game of the year? It's my game of the year. And I control is my game of the year, uh, which is about a sort of psy ops kind of woman who can bend the world and move the world around. And she's like um, the CEO of a company uh, that's doing some weird paranormal stuff in other realities. And it's. Uh, it's beautifully put together by the same people who did Max Payne. Remember that? Okay, yeah, I do. And they, um, I can see you're kind of like glazing over. No, what formats bit, but... is it available on? Is it available on Switch? Uh, PC and um, the PS4 and the Xbox, I believe. The big boys. No Switchy. No Switchy. Damn. Mate, technology, it's too technologically advanced. It's, be it's For a beautiful. For the Switch? It's a beautiful game. Uh, it's a beautiful game. So, yeah. My game of the year is Legend of Zelda, Breath of, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a second one coming out now. Yeah, there is. Soon, yeah. They're making it. Yeah, they are making cool. it. Cool. Um, 
All right, good stuff. And so when do you finish at Absolute Radio? Um, when does this come out? I finish this Sunday live, last live shows, Sunday. Interesting. Okay. Might go so out we'll with a tirade. Might do a, might do a uh, who's that guy who did a, um, a tirade? Yeah, there are people who are against me <laughs> on air. Well, Danny Baker did one, didn't he? Complaining about paying conditions on a live on the BBC. Did he? Right. Okay, and of course, yeah. there was that guy who shot himself in the head at the stock exchange. You could do sort of somewhere in the middle. <laughs> was that right? The guy <laughs> shot himself in the head. Bud Dwyer. Cut your own arm off, something like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> are you having a leaving party? To be, honest, one of, to be honest, one of the DJs did just spill coffee all over the desk. So I probably won't be fluiding everywhere. That it's incredibly destructive. Why don't you have a leaving party, but? On Christmas Day, yeah. See who turns up. See who really likes. See who really likes yeah. me. Mum and my dad. I won't be invited, but no. if I was, I wouldn't be there. No. Um, I've got nothing else for you, Pete Donaldson. So why don't we have a little quick little break, and then we'll work through a lot of these emails. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So the first step is to find the right position for you. Put your hands down and lower your chest to the ground. Just do that and pretend that you're holding pooping and it should sound a lot like this. <laughs> the payoff's always so good. It's the crisps. I'm still not bored of it. It's good. It's still real to me, damn it. You're not bored enough of it to change the jingles? Nope. No. And why nope. would you be? Hello at LukeAndPeteShow.com is the place to uh, email us. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to get through, but please do still send them through. We'll get to them eventually. Pete, do you want to go first? I'll go for... Uh, I can't go first. Oh, right, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just get concerned that people hear too much of me, and I'll get blamed for it, but in reality, it's because you're an absolute... All of me! Husk. You're a husk of a human being, and you can't get your shit together. Is that unfair? You're just a big old gas bag. Yeah, I am. Um, right, hello to Sam in Nottingham. 
Uh, evening, guys. Long time listener to the Ramble and the Luke and Pete Show. First time email. I thought I had to get in touch to contact you uh, about the uh, Christmas dinner extras chat. Although I've never heard of sausage meat as an extra on the plate, an ex-girlfriend's family uh, would serve hot ready. Uh, sorry, hot ready solid crisps. What? With all Sunday roast and Christmas dinner. What the? F- where is that come Whoa, from? Whoa! I've never encountered this anywhere. And upon asking why they would serve this, uh, they assured me that it was a Midland tradition. Can you or anybody else let me know if this is correct? Uh, also, um, Luke is an uh, as Luke is a um, avid watcher of Master Chef. Who's your favourite for the win? I'm Will it have won? I'm a bit behind. Right. So I'm not going to, I don't know if I can say because it's going to instantly make me look ridiculous because, right. because I've been away and then my wife was away for a bit and we watched yeah. it together. I'm only at the, I don't, I'm not at the semi-final stage yet. Right, so, so who would re- you have said at that point was the best? Um, I really like, this one girl left in it, I really like her. I think she's right. called Olivia. Right. She's very good. And there's another guy, um, I want to say called Stu, who I think is good as well. Yeah. Um, don't fucking spoil me. You're tapping away. No, I, I, don't, please don't spoil me. I just said she, in the next round, she served veal and got kicked off for, for being sake. rotten. Yeah. Yeah. Out of order. Right. I've never heard ready salted crisps anywhere near a roast dinner. And I think, I'm just trying to think of myself in that position, if I was going to someone's house for dinner for the first time and they said, come over, have a glass of wine on the Sunday roast, I'd love that. Get there. They serve up really sort of crisps. I'm definitely going to respectfully and politely ask what the situation is here. What do you mean, as in? Yeah, well, I would mention yeah. it. Would you not mention it? Yeah. Presume. I mean, he doesn't say, does he? But Sam, is it Sam? Mm, it is Sam. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say, but is that in lieu of roast potatoes? Do you think? No. God, no. It'd just be on the side. What Surely. in addition to roast potatoes? In addition to roast potatoes. What would you do if your mum served it up at Christmas this week? Next I'm week. Totally thankful. <laughs> <laughs> And crumble them on top of everything to give it a bit of flavour. I'm you know, sorry, ma'am. She doesn't was, listen. When I was when I was a student, uh, did you ever used to have that little drinking game called the three course meal? No. Was it four course meal? Four course meal. So what it was mm. was you'd have your starter, main, dessert, and cheese and biscuits courses. Right. And it's four pints. If you listen at home, don't do this. It's probably really irresponsible. But the chat was that the, the average human stomach couldn't take four pints of liquid. Right. And so what, I don't buy that. So what? It, well, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I don't want people to do it because it's probably quite dangerous. But it's what used to happen at university uh, when I was when I was there. And so you'd have your four course meal. So the first course was a, I believe, a pint of lager. Right. Second course was your main course. It was a pint of Guinness with crisps on top. <laughs> right. Right. And the third course was um, your dessert, which was your cider, and the fourth course. With your cheese and biscuits, and there was a pint, that was this was a kid. It was a pint of lemonade. So yeah. basically, the cloudy idea being, or uh, cloudy or Schweppes. No, but Schweppes. Schweppes. So right. the point being that tips you over the edge and makes you puke because there's so much gas going on. <laughs> and um, that's the only time I've ever heard of ready sort of crisps being eaten outside of the packet environment. I think I could handle that, to be honest. I think I, no, you I could. could there's no way you could do that, mate. There is. Uh, I've done like five pints before breaking the seal. I swear, right? Yeah, but not. You got to down them. Yeah. You've not down five pints in a row before. I know you well enough to know you've never done that. You've, I've drank, you've, you've I've literally drank, never done that. I've drank four or five in rapid succession and not gone to the loo and went, Jesus Christ, I've not got the loo yet. And then did you it feel, begins. Did you feel bloated? What? Did you feel bloated? Um, yeah, of course you do. Yeah. I remember people doing that at house parties when I was at uni and most of them, to put it in perspective, most of them had to be done in the bathroom. <laughs> It was just it's horrendous. It's horrendous behaviour. Do I don't endorse it, and I we certainly did not endorse it. ready sort of crisps on a fucking roast dinner. We should do it as soon as the gra- as soon as they make contact with the gravy. It's over. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, 
it would provide a an unwelcome kind of like it'd be like eating a contact lens. I think Sam should get back in touch after he's got an explanation from his fa- his wife's fa- is his wife or his girlfriend's family because that is mental. Mm. But while we're on the subject of roast dinners, I'm sure you know, Olivia, but she, it's not. Um, I don't know anything about it. It's, it's her biog. She was born in Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Who? And educated in Shropshire. Your favourite Your favorite from the MasterChef. Oh, stop it. Stop this. I'm not doing it. Right. Um, it's such a silly when it comes to spoilers. We had a big row once in, the, in this very studio mm. because you wanted to talk about the end of Game of Thrones. Didn't want to talk about the end of Game of Thrones. A day after it I came out. talk about the Starbucks cup in, it, in Game of Thrones. That massive uh, Game of Thrones touchstone that everyone... Yeah. That had such to, so much to do with the narrative. But I didn't know at that point Daenerys Targaryen was buying a coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> so it was a spoiler for me. Um, while we're on the subject of roast dinners... This one from Simon's good because Sam mentioned sausage meat there mm. um, and uh, there's an email here from Simon on that subject. He says, Dear Luke and Pete, I want to weigh in on the sausage meat at Christmas topic. Firstly, my family has always had this. It's epic, especially when paired with cranberry sauce, but then again, what isn't? However, I have a story that centres around Christmas sausage meat. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> my parents spent about 25 years of their working life in the Middle East as my dad was a civil engineer and mm. worked out there designing roads and bridges. And because of this, we spent a lot of time in Kuwait and Qatar, cool. both as kids and then after we'd left home. One recent uh, Christmas, we visited my folks out there and as a family, we snuggled uh, and a family member smuggled some sausage meat with them. <laughs> Smuggling sausage meat. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it should be, mean something else. Yeah. Um, for some reason, my mum cooked this in a small countertop convection oven rather than the main oven itself. And while it was cooking, yeah. I opened the door to see what was in there as I was looking for oven space, then closed it and pressed the start button again. Right. No harm, no foul, or so I thought. We had a textbook Christmas dinner, followed by a lazy afternoon and an evening tea of leftovers. My brother retired reasonably early, complaining of not feeling great. I went to bed my usual time after everyone else had already gone. I was awoken at about 1am by a sound I can only describe as what I would imagine an exorcism sounded like. After investigation, it was my brother being repeatedly and violently ill. (laughs) We concluded he must have picked up a bug that had developed that afternoon, so I went back to bed. About 2am, I woke up feeling like every part of my insides wanted to escape, and I rushed to the toilet and replicated my brother's feet, coupled with vicious diarrhoea. My brother then woke and had a repeat performance in another toilet. Cue a few hours of both of us keeping the whole house awake with our illness. And to make matters worse, the water at my parents' place was driven by a water pump, which chose that moment to break. Oh, no. Luckily, my dad is a bit of a DIY master, so he coaxed it back to life. The next 48 hours was pretty rough, and it was generally concluded it must have been the sausage meat that I interrupted cooking. Although I dispute that to this day, as when I opened the oven, it hadn't been on that long. And so if the oven hadn't started again, I think we'd all noticed we were eating cold, raw sausage meat. Anyway, don't let my story put that off sausage meat, mm. that put you off sausage meat. It truly is the king of Christmas side dishes. Merry Christmas, Simon. I like that Simon t- sent us that story partly because of its relevance, but also as an airing of grievances, which of course <laughs> Christmas is traditional for. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done well there. He's, he's ruined everything. What would you say is the grievance you'd like to most air with me at this Christmas, Pete? What do you mean? As in, what, a time to air grievances? Yeah. So just, don't, just don't get worried about spoilers. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never do it. What? You're say, what's the, what's the cut off for spoilers, though? If you, if you want to talk about a show on this, on this show... And you, a year. A year? Yeah. Okay, so a calendar year since yeah. the last episode came out. Yeah, and then that's absolutely fine, I think. <laughs> I think that sounds reasonable, to yeah. be honest. It is. I'm a reasonable man. You know me. Mm. You know me. Um... Uh, Max uh, got in touch with a picture of um, he was in uh, Belgrade a couple of weeks ago and he found uh, on a wall 
a picture of what can only be described as uh, Rodney Trotter. For some That's reason, weird. yeah, just a drawing of Rodney Trotter um, and the writing in um, is it Cyrillic? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, the writing says Rodney Uplunker in the language well, in, in, the lo- in the local language that's brilliant <laughs> did you see um, David Jason's performance on the one show uh, I did yes he's uh, <laughs> you a man expand out, on that at all man out of time man out of time yeah yeah imagine if, if he imagined if he got in trouble it would be seismic men of a certain age losing their fucking shit most of them voted Brexit you you um, you <laughs> have a pathological hatred for Ronnie Falls and Horses and I find it interesting I do um, you um, send me the most interesting of uh, of uh, of Ronnie Falls and Horses nonsense but people I did, I did a little mashup between Fraser and uh, you did Fraser and, and, and audio um, Fraser um, you're going to have to go on to sell this to an unsuspecting listening public one of our number in a WhatsApp group really relates Fraser to an almost insane level um, psychotic level, yeah, um, agree. That, to to a degree that I it, it, it doesn't deserve as a, as a TV show, um, but <laughs> uh, but and and Luke likes to taunt me with um, images and things about um, only fuzz and horses. Yeah, so I decided to marry the two in what could only be described as a hilarious passage. <laughs> what a plonker! Oh, Fraser, look over there. It's my fair Daphne. My love is as boundless as the sea. Oh, I appear to be falling through a bar. <laughs> Niles, you appear to have fallen through an Art Deco walnut bar with brass recesses. Oh, dear Fraser, I've done <laughs> Well, I'll have you know, Fraser. I actually bought the chandelier at a knockdown price at Bonhams. The damn wretch didn't even know what he really had. Well, Niles, you have to get it home first. I'm a policeman, and I'm going to throw my dog, Eddie, at the chandelier. And probably shoot a gun. Do you know what I'm going to do if you die, right? What? I am going to persuade all your family and friends mm. that you and I had a secret bond that we first met only over four years ago. At your funeral... I'm going to find someone that you hate and I'm going to recreate the Dell boy falling for a bar scene <laughs> at your funeral. If I outlive you, I'm going to do that at your Make funeral. Make a set up a little bar next to my um, coffin hall yeah. and push my coffin through it. <laughs> That's what you would have wanted, everyone. In a trench coat going, play it cool, yeah. Rodney, or whatever the fuck he's talking to. And tri- Alex Trigger. Trigger. Huh. And then I would, yeah, your your funeral cortege <laughs> will be uh, the the... London Paris Peckham, New York Paris Peckham, <laughs> kind of three wheeler. It's oh, what you would have wanted, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what about this from? Let's have a look at the name, Tom. Mm. I promised on Monday we'd catch up on some gladiators chat. Um, people who've met gladiators back in the nineties, etc. Um, and Tom says, even chaps, uh, you asked for occasions when listeners have met any of the gladiators. Well, picture the scene. It's June nineteen ninety-five. I'm eight years old. And after my mum was made redundant, she did the same as Luke's dad and paid for me and my sisters to have a once-in-a-lifetime trip to Disneyland. Cool. Although because of the gender pay gap, she could only afford Paris. So after spending a week having the time of our lives, it gets to our final day of the trip. And because most of the signs back then were all in French, we didn't realise the last day of the trip happened to coincide with the opening of the brand new ride, Space Mountain. Cool. Iconic. This being one of the most legendarily known rides in Disneyland, the grand opening was quite the spectacle, with even the newly installed president, Jacques Chirac, in attendance, alongside the following list of 90 celebrities. Boyzone, Danny Bear, and Andy Peters. Why are they all English? (laughs) 
or British, oh, boys are Irish. Um, anyway, the creme de la creme of, for any eight-year-old was a sight of several of the gladiators walking the red carpet for a ride on Space Mountain. Unfortunately, Call it what it is, Montagne de l'Espace. Yeah, Montagne de l'Espace. Unfortunately, there was no jet or wolf, but Scorpio, Hunter, Shadow and Lightning were all in attendance. Big red. A truly, magi- <laughs> a truly magic holiday made all the more special by some beautiful people clearly on steroids. Keep up the good work, Tom. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't know. Ah, come on. They're all gigantic. Um, They're all gigantic. I've got another Gladiator one as well. Uh, just very, very quickly. Me, baby. Uh, from Dave in Oxford. He says, to keep up with the show's advent calendar of Gladiator meetings, I can help you tick off Nightshade. I met her while in the Birmingham Ikea during the peak of the show's popularity in the mid to late 90s. She seemed very amiable and happy to talk to a starstruck child, despite most likely wanting just to get on and pick out her flat pack furniture. Keep up the good work, Dave. So, I mean, most peop- most of the Gladiators have been seen by our listeners in real life at some point. And I think that's something to be very proud of. Come again with that one? Nightshade. Yeah. In Ikea. Right. You having that? Why not? Well, because there's an email about um, Shadow. She should change her name to Lampshade. <laughs> hey. Carry on. What were you going to say? They've got some very interesting news. It'd be quite a good game, I think, if you got like the names of ikea products that seem to have no bearing on anything yeah and then you had to figure out what kind of thing it was from just from the name oh, on my radio show i mm. used to do a legend that is legendary quiz every oh, week give it the big licks now i don't have a radio show pathetic <laughs> i've got so, a radio show sort of thing, for five minutes sort of thing you should have done your radio show and you wouldn't have lost it um, <laughs> pete is i i used to Congratulations do to arbinder for winning master chef yeah are oh, you fucking I'm wanker? Not, I'm not. I'm just. Look, I looked at the list at the you start. You fucking at the prick. Start, at the start, you absolute prick. I, I was trying to think of a name that couldn't be <laughs> Andy Arbinder. There's a lot of them at the start, isn't there? Domingo of Little Oakley. Craig. Pete, Debbie. Pete. Pete. Exorze. Pete. He's handsome. Pete. Hello, Hello Exorze. Yeah, he's very handsome. Whoa. Pete. He he might win it actually. He's very good. Okay. Peter. I don't know. If he's still in it. Um, one of the Jorge. one of the quizzes I did was um, Swedish footballer. Or Ikea, oh, like Ikea item. Yeah. Yeah. Racist. Carry um, on. <laughs> <talk spot>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Shadow um, uh, was spotted in uh, Tesco's about 10 years ago. Uh, he and the security guard uh, got a call of the install radio to urgently run up the front of the store. The site that greeted him sent shivers down his spine and also a tinge of nostalgic excitement. Yeah, Shadow had some tough times. <laughs> had some tough times. Uh, Shadow, a um, couple of family-sized trifles under his arm uh, trying to run out the shop. <laughs> Uh, the police arrived. Uh, thankfully, now Shadow uh, Jefferson King is a reformed character and works for a drugs rehabilitation uh, charity. Excellent work, Shadow. Um, but I think trying to leave a store while being dragged down by a couple of security guards—quite gladiatory. Do you yeah. not think? Gladiatorial. Gladiatorial. No, not you can't say gladiatorial. It's gladiatory because the product was gladiators. Gladiator. Gladiatorial. Yeah, okay, gladiators are real. <laughs> real. Crucially, that's the actual word as well. <laughs> um, when I was working at Safeways, which is now Morrison's, yes. um, part of my job, I don't, know, I don't know why they got me to do this. Mm. Probably, and people listening will probably think it's because they, they want to see me get a shoeing. But the area I worked in had quite a big drug problem. Mm. And they only had one security guard. They probably wouldn't get away with saying this now, but they used to say, if the security guard legs it out after more than one person nicking stuff, can you go after them and help? That's uh, not right. I did that about three times. Really? I, to, I remember after prize bottles of whiskey out of people's hands and stuff. Mm. They, they, um, the Sainsbury's next to my gym, which is the only, literally the only supermarket I visit just because it's right next to my gym. Uh, and I, uh, they used to have 
the honor system to defeat all honor systems on the self services. There was no waiting. Uh, there was no um, scale. Yeah. So it, it knew what White you had. White Trace down there is like that. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. like, you know, they just assume that, it, and it is much quicker when you don't have to wait for the um, scale to register something on there. But um, after, I think it's in a pretty high kind of like uh, loss retention kind of uh, yeah. uh, area of town. So obviously, because um, you see people nicking stuff all the time, that seems to be quite frank. Um, and uh, they've started putting the scales there. And it's like, you've defeated how good this shop used to be. No, you can't nick anything. I used to run... Uh, what was that? What they didn't have onions on the setting, huh. so I had to put it through as. What um, are you doing, buying onions? What do you mean for for the aforementioned um, uh, hash browns? Hash browns. <laughs> you don't tell me you put it through as aubergines. No, That's I twice put, no, as expensive. No, I put it down. Yeah, I put it down to something expensive so they couldn't shout at me because I'm so honourable. Great looking to your Sainsbury's. Side By the way, that shadow story about the supermarket. Mm. I saw that in the email inbox, but I couldn't stand it up online legally, so I decided not to do it. Oh, okay, fine. What do you think? leave it in um, <laughs> if we get sued by Shadow that's probably quite a good PR yeah is uh, it it would be our level though, wouldn't it yeah, yeah probably what we'd expect um, what was I going to say to you I think that's it actually yeah that's mm. it from me yeah so I, I did used to I might to, not got the car I used to ha- yeah true I used to ha- have to help the security guard who was a lovely fellow I think he was called Neil big tall mm. guy um, prized bottles of whiskey and vodka out of people who had stolen I mean it's very sad it's a very mm. sad situation it's, and they, they would they would always steal things like the high value stuff like weirdly like not nappies would get stolen because mm. they're quite expensive I guess alcohol of course mm. all the rest of it nappies yeah. quite bulky though razors go for the razors that's why they're behind the till I guess but. yeah they used to have an honour system at one of the train stations for papers where you just put the 50p or whatever it is in the mm. box because people will be hurrying to get a train or whatever I don't yeah. know if I still do that they don't um, in like a lot of um, Japanese offices I'm going to bring up Japan again but um, in Japanese offices they just have like the honour system on they don't necessarily have a lot of vending machines because there's not a lot of room so they'll just have a little table where there's loads of snacks and treats and stuff and you've got to put your 100 yen in for whatever you want how much is 100 yen? Like 75p hmm I didn't say what the product was. No, what is the product? Half on a half a half Coolish. A Oreo. I don't know. Coolish. Coolish. Yeah. Oh, I love Coolish. All right, let's get out of here. All right, then. Let's do this. Um, thanks very much for listening. Have a lovely weekend. We'll be back on Monday with more of this inane nonsense. To get in touch, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We eagerly anticipate and uh, enjoy all of your emails. So do send them in if you've got anything you want to say or bring up on the show. Thank you very much. What kind of name is Kurtos? Kurtos, don't I? He's one of the uh, Lorena. I'm just trying to find someone who might you might be aware of. Malin. I know all of them. I've watched the show. There's 48 of them, Luke. You can't know all of them. I can't remember all of them. Jesus. This was a Stakhanov production.